0: You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me, let me, talk. Let me, let me. Let me talk! One, two...
1: Well, if anything, Saturday was going a bit too well. City 2-0 up and dominant after 15 minutes, so why not chuck in a little bit of self-sabotage, make things go a little bit flat for the remainder of the first half, and then kick off the second with an entirely avoidable red card. Still, they got through it and they kept Forest at arm's length. This is Let Me Talk. I'm David Mooney, and here to discuss Needless Jeopardy with me is the Athletic City correspondent, Sam Lee. Hi, Sam. All right, that sounds like a, an album title. Uh, Needless Jeopardy? Yeah, I don't know. But a good one.
0: Yeah, yes. No, it'd yeah. be good. Um, yeah, it does sound like that. And needless, but um, here uh, there's just... The, the games are, I mean, they're always... It's like last week when I was like, I don't want to use the word dynamic because that's not right. It's like, I don't want to say the games are fun now because I always find them fun. But like, there's just, there's always something. Like even the, the Red Star game the other night where you think this is going to be like run-of-the-mill, group stage game. It was like, it was, it was really entertaining. There was plenty going on even at 0-0. And then they scored, And then yeah. today it was like, okay, that... <laughs> wasn't expected that um, yeah that, and then obviously today um, yeah, wasn't how it wasn't expecting how it panned out um, I mean look if it didn't have such kind of long term implications then it'll be easier to like laugh it off and say oh yeah crack on but um, yeah obviously there's the there's the whole Rodri ban situation um, but yeah as a kind of as a kind of demonstration of what City can do it was probably about as varied as you're going to get
1: yeah it was, I mean-
0: it, was, it, was, it was very good in that sense
1: yeah, it was a, it was an interesting game in that sense because um like 2-0 uh, up um I I remember thinking the, the the manner in which they'd scored the first two goals and the kind of the the way I mean they scored the first one forest hadn't completed a pass when when Foden scored um so that, like like it was so one way traffic and then uh, Harlem makes it 2-0 and i'm i'm sitting there thinking well this is this is going to be a nice easy comfortable day at the office and then the second the, the, the kind yeah. of second half of the first half just kind of it meandered to half time and like i was i was I, it just kind of they got over the line to that to to half time and you are kind of like all right well you know get a break get some get some rest in your legs and then uh, then come out and just finish the job in the second half and the way it kind of unfolded, it felt a lot more uncomfortable. But in the end, you come out of it and go, actually, that was that was a pretty decent performance, all told. Uh, yeah, there was obviously a million different things to get into.
0: But for the after the red card, it was like, OK, well, what's going to happen now? And there's going to be danger here. And Forrest brought on hudson Doy and Alanga. And then they brought on Origi and Wood. And it was just like, this is just going to be an absolute onslaught. And obviously City had kind of accepted that that was how the game was going to be with their with their subs as well and going to five at the back. But it didn't actually look like Forest were going to score. And obviously, look, if they had it at some point, then, you know, there may have, like, vibes would have spread around the stadium, you know, positive yeah. for Forest and maybe nervy for City. But it was like, I, even when they added on seven minutes at the end, obviously we've kind of been desensitised to seven minutes now anyway. That's, like, fairly normal. But it it didn't feel like, oh, this is another seven minutes that so City really needs to... Pan out, and to be fair, I don't. I didn't get the feeling in the stadium that there was a kind of, oh god, seven minutes. It was just well, this is, it's just another seven minutes for me to hang around and watch this match for. Like it didn't feel like Forrest were going to equalise, and Edison made that amazing save, and that was the only chance they had, and that was like ninety fifth, ninety sixth minute,
1: ninety fifth minute. But if if Forrest had scored kind of seventy minutes, then it's different, and then then that vibe is starting to. But but even by then, I was like, I'm not sure. I don't know I I think I think a goal would have changed it but the fact that they just didn't get close to to, to City's goal for the for yeah. the, the majority of the half was Well
0: City had the best chance didn't they uh,
1: Yeah yeah and I mean Haaland back on form for the second half by uh, by all accounts um of uh, of the last week but like it, it it was it was an interesting approach to the to the 10 men uh, situation because um I mean I I te- we were texting throughout the game and uh, you said to me this isn't like Fulham uh referencing the the red card last season and the, the situation in the game is different as well um so obviously against Fulham they just conceded the penalty it was probably going to become 1-1 and it did go to to 1-1 um, for this one, City were already 2-0 up and they, they kind of had a, a situation to hang on to. Um, the changes were Phillips for Doku on uh, 51 minutes, Ake for Alvarez on 54, and then Grealish for Foden on 87. Um, it, it was an, it was just an interesting approach to, to how they did it, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, because obviously, so against Fulham, they just carried on bossing the game anyway. But, um, obviously, we've, we've raved about that game. We've talked about it a lot and it's come up quite a lot since as well. Um, but it's also true that Fulham were pretty passive, and they kind of in some ways allowed yeah. it to happen and Forrest obviously didn't you know with the subs that they made they were like, okay they 're going for it um and to be fair, like we said about just just before half time city it wasn't like it was out of control Just sloppy wasn't it it yeah, was a bit sloppy weren't it but the, but the thing was i mean before we before we get into the the game management and how city did it, like what Pep was saying afterwards was saying about like the lack, you know, the chaos in the game and the lack of control and stuff. He said he was like blaming the ref for like... Well, sh- not should we
1: hear it? I've got it.
0: Giving fouls and stuff, but... Yeah, yeah, but I didn't. I just didn't. I didn't really get that sense. Maybe I'm, I was just wrong and not looking out for it. But I just didn't really yeah. get that. Well, sense. this
1: is th- this is Do what it. he said because he, he was not yeah. happy with the officiating, and um, uh, there was a long chunk of the of the post match press conference uh, where that he spent on this. And I've kind of condensed his points down into. Um, I've I've clipped a few answers together to just basically avoid him going over the same ground again and again. Um, and this is kind of how it went down.
2: Hopefully, Roddy will learn. The game was incredible, perfect with 35 minutes for both sides. One team to try, another team to try. And after the minute when it came a little bit chaos, it's not for our responsibility. That is for sure. So the game became after. But Rodri had to control himself and his emotions. So this he had to do. What? Because I can get a yellow card, but Rodri cannot get a yellow card. So I don't play. So the guys were inside. They have to be careful.
0: You sound angry with Rodri. Is that fair? Yeah. fair? To
2: say you are. Yeah. I don't like to play against them for our faults.
0: You've mentioned a couple of times that the game changed and it was not your responsibility. Are you talking there about the referee or are you talking about
2: the forest
0: player? So is the referee not controlling
2: Absolutely. the game? Absolutely. Change the, the way the game. At the end, we have a 10 against 11, is not the problem for this referee. It's because it was our absolute mistake. But what happened with seven or eight Niel cameras and everything, when everything happened, it's no responsibility for nothing on forest, not even for Man City. That is for sure.
1: So, I mean. There is an element of um, Rodri might not get sent off if the game management from the referee had been different in the first half. But you said you don't really, you, you don't know if you agree with that. And I remember thinking at, at half time. A lot of people were angry with Anthony Taylor's performance. And I was just kind of like, eh, I, I think City can be better. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. Well, yeah. I mean, again, maybe I was just look, just missing that as a factor. and
0: like the the refs or whatever, but he Pep also said he warned the players at half time, kind of not to get involved. Whether whether he meant specifically like Forest players exaggerating stuff, or just because he thought, well, this game is is chaotic and ridiculous because of the ref. Obviously, fucking Rodri did the the exact opposite of that. Um but, I mean, there's just there's just a million things to to get at, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't. I just didn't get that sense. And again, like, was was the game chaotic because of the ref not booking players when he'd given fouls, which was the initial issue. That's what he was. I didn't. Off I
1: didn't include it, it in the answer. Uh, but it he, was Bolly on
0: Haaland, after like. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't include it in the answer. But he was talking about um, so the the incident where Akanji got booked um, for uh, the foul on the edge of, of the box. Yeah. yeah. Um, he compared it to an incident with Harland in the in the first minute. I think it was. No, I didn't see that because yeah. I wasn't in my seat by that point. I was still. I was still kind of getting into the stadium. Um, so I didn't see the incident there but the Forest defender for that one wasn't booked so I don't know how similar they were
0: the, they weren't similar but it's just one of those where you think well that's a yellow card right because um, like Akanji was it wasn't like last man but it was more kind of recovering um, just you know there's one striker going th- through towards goal Diaz was there to, to help which is why he didn't get the red card but he got the he got the booking for that um, the the Willy Bolly one was, they'd found, they'd managed to find Alvarez in space behind the midfield, and he. Or did Harlan take the one-two? I think Harlan gave a one-two to Alvarez, and as he went to go and get it, and it would have been like in on goal. Um, Bolly dragged him down. So again, like different different circumstances situations, yeah. but but both like yeah, you'd say there were yellow cards. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if. I don't know i I don't know how that would contribute to the game being chaotic, and like I can see why players would be pissed off about it um but I mean again, like take you know the reason Akanji was in that situation was he gave a bit of a bad pass to Walker Walker gave an even worse pass back that basically played, played them in
1: yeah uh, and that, that's that's, that's
0: it's just like take they and and that's what like Akanji was doing that a bit, and they would like Ed- Edison just after they had a bit of a rocky spell, it just went into. Uh, injury time in the first half, and Edison bowled it out straight away. And Guardiola was like arms up in the air, like tapping, it, like tapping his imaginary watch, "Like what the yeah. fuck are you doing?" Um, so there was there was loads of that. I mean, I mean, look, you could say that the referee pissed players off, and that's why they were doing it. But I mean, you take a bit of responsibility. Like that, how many times did they manage worse situations?
1: Yeah, that's my thing. Is that um, the decision making towards the end of the first half? I wasn't happy with. There was one that Kenji did that um, where they played a few passes around the the box, uh, the, the edge of City's box. And um, I looked up at the clock and saw it was like 43 minutes or something like that. And Akanji just bams it down the uh, the, the length of the pitch towards Haaland and gives it away. And I thought, well, was not going to be happy about that at the time of the game. like the, the, he, he, Akanji had other options. Like, why are you trying to do that right now? And there's, it's kind of like having agency over your own decisions. And yeah, you can't control what the referee and how the game's going to be officiated and, um, and that sort of thing. But what you can control is, is your own performance. And I felt City was starting to give it away a little bit towards, towards the end of the first half. That I was just like, listen, get in at half time, reset yourselves and, and and just come out better in the second half. And then the second half just starts in the, in the worst possible way imaginable.
0: Yeah. Um, it's funny as well, because I was trying to put my finger on, and this is a classic example of once we get an idea or an example of something, we kind of over-analyse it. Yeah. it or over- over-apply over it. But in the press conference on Friday, Guardiola was talking about the, well, he mentioned the Sheffield United game. And he said, once they'd gone 1-0 up, he said they were a bit too passive and they weren't really trying to, like score the second goal and it was a bit just like moving the ball around with no intention and that's how Sheffield United ended up scoring but then he said you know then after they scored City clicked into gear again and carried on but I couldn't put my finger on what exactly was wrong with City at Sheffield United we always said didn't we like when people thought they weren't playing well I was like the problem City had was after they scored the goal not before Um, and then Guardiola gave that example and I was kind of thinking today was that the issue the against Forest? I when they went 2-0 up, was it kind of like, well, we don't need to be as precise and have that killer instinct because the game's done? I was like, oh, I, wonder if, I wondered if that was, was part of it as well.
1: Coming up after a short ad break, there'll be more analysis of the win over Nottingham Forest. See you shortly.
0: Selling a little or a lot? Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. shopify.com slash work.
1: Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. We get to the, the second half and the, the way they approach the um, uh, the problem of going down to 10 men. and as, 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 Yeah, yes, so, so, so as, as, as yeah, I say... Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the choices he made in order to do that, I thought were interesting. Um, I mean, obviously. Yeah. It was just like, he, he did, he basically did what?
0: So, so going back to that Fulham game, they kind of still bossed the game, but also I remember, cause I was looking then and I, an idea I had for the article after that Fulham game was like, City just keep bossing games. Even when they go down to 10 men and like, how do they do it? And I remembered, you know, when Guardiola was buying manager and they went down to 10 men and then they were amazing against city. Mm at the Etihad um, and then Aguero got the hat-trick at the end um, but Bayern were amazing with 10 men for that game weren't they and in my head I kind of had it that that's what City always do or Pep teams always do when they go down to 10 men but there's been loads of examples when that hasn't happened but also I don't think it was pronounced as it was today which was effectively kind of what you do on Football Manager if <laughs> <on yourself. laughs> yeah. you
1: got a man set off yeah
0: just put, just put <laughs> everyone back and, and then play long balls forward and hope for the best and that was that was it wasn't it really um But they were more than adept at doing that. Um, Yeah, straight away. Well, straight away. Well, in fact, um, obviously there was loads of stuff from the press conference as you've already demonstrated of Guardiola talking about the refs and stuff. But I wanted to ask him about the subs, but didn't But. but then he he mentioned yeah, it anyway, so I, I I've got, got the clip. The clip there. Um, yeah. so the, I find yeah, it interesting. it's not.
1: Um, he, w- he was asked specifically uh, about the first two goals and the way that uh, that City had scored them, and then he kind of meandered to to the setup of the team and, and how he did it in the se- in, uh, in the second half. And so he's not he's not specifically talking about the subs, which means that it doesn't quite get into what we what we want to what we want to know. But um, I do think it, there is there's enough in there. there. I think it's quite interesting. This this is how this is what he said
2: with ten against eleven, uh, Jeremy. Do- have the pace, like for example, Leroy had the 40 meters, you know, long pace. It's more in a, in that box. In that time, we did we did, we don't need him, and and of course, then after with Julian in the sides, I I thought after one minute that I saw though a minute can they arrive so easy to the sides and they drop us, and after with five in the back, we can arrive better in the sides. To control that because 10 against 11 playing uh, 44 minutes plus seven minutes at, so it's a lot of minutes. So we had to defend and they defend really well. We conceded one chance in 94, 95 minutes. Incredible save from Eddie. How many times we play against five in the back, three in the middle of the opponents, and maybe we'll learn attacking that system. Today we apply it defensively, and we did it really well.
1: I, and I must admit, you know, when I saw Ake um, coming to the touchline. I assumed it was going to be a defender for a defender, and and kind of there was something going on there. Um, and then Alvarez's number goes up, and we'll talk about whether like the the choice of who to take off in a second. Um, but I, I remember, you know, you know which game my mind went back to at that point. It was Wolves when Edison was sent off uh, early on, and City were 2-0 up and lost lost three two. And the reason for that is because I remember that Wolves game being surprised at how much space and time and possession City conceded to Wolves on that day. Where I I remember Mm. thinking, that, like watching that game. One of those examples why I couldn't say City always dominate the game when they have 10 men, because I would have seen that and gone, oh yeah. Yeah, and it was one of those games where I remember thinking, okay, it's 10 against 11 for a long time in this game. City would normally, in these instances, keep the ball, dominate it as they normally did, but they didn't. They they dropped off and they said to Wolves, "You have possession, we'll hit you on the counter." And in the end, there was a couple of defensive mistakes that ended up losing City the game. I think I, I, that were more emblematic of that season more than being down to ten men. I think, yeah, but Mendy was well, yeah, um, and I think Bravo was oh yeah, Bravo was in goal because of uh, the red card. Um, so there were, there were issues in the in the way that they were defending, but. Um, I remember thinking, "Do you want to concede the possession in the ball at this at this moment in time to Nottingham Forest?" And I, I thought that was a that, that I thought that was a bold move. And then when you listen to Guardiola's justification of of uh, needing to have more players on the width and going drop into a back five, it kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, it it does. But also, I again, I suppose, yeah. If I if would have asked specifically about the subs, maybe there would have been more detail. But it's almost like that was how he. Chose to do it, given they were going to cede the ball and you know, sit back. And I wonder if that's because, in the overall framework or like the overall kind of reckoning of where the team is and the strengths of the team, do you look at it and you think, well, we've talked all well, we talked a lot recently about them having you know, less control of matches now; it's a bit more dynamic. Do you have the players on the pitch to keep the ball with ten? Yeah, I don't. It's, it's like the team wasn't built for that. The team wasn't built for for keeping the ball um, with, with, with 10, especially with Rodri off. You know, if i had have been, let's say Foden had been sent off, maybe not too bad. Different game. I mean, Foden, Alvarez, whatever, you know, Doku, whatever. Different. Um, but yeah, it, it was just a kind of, okay, these, these are the tools we've got. What are we good at? Are we good at running? Are we Are good at defending? Um, let's just dig in. Um, we're good at long balls. Dig in, long balls, um, counter-attacks, see what happens. And I don't know, I, I guess... I guess that was part of the thinking.
1: Yeah, and it's um, the the aspect of. I mean, it's interesting you say long balls as well because when you think back to that Wolves game, that's not really an option for for City at that time because you look at. I I can't remember that who played up front that day. It was probably Aguero, but it might have been Jesus. I don't know. But neither of them, you would say, are adept at, at, at being the target for or, or the outball if you're um, if you're looking long. Whereas Haaland absolutely definitely is. Yeah, and. Again, I remember thinking it was an interesting choice of who to take off that early on. Because, listen, I fully understand the reasons why you would want to keep Erling Haaland on the pitch. Because when he's on the pitch, there's always the chance that he'll score at some point. He scores ridiculous numbers at ridiculous times. And the The defenders defenders know that. that. He's a threat. However, I remember thinking at the time, I would have been tempted to take him off. Leave Alvarez on because Alvarez is the sort of player that you might want, yeah, yeah, like the, of the, the sort of player in the trenches, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, but again, I get—I mean, in the trenches, yeah. But again, I thought that at the time, and it, or at least like I could see the argument for it. But like, if you're not playing to keep the ball, and you're not playing to have somebody like drop in and receive it from the defender, and you know, they were obviously just trying to. Get the ball up the other end and trying to kill the game, wouldn't it? Yeah, make it 3-0, it um, kills it, yeah. And, like, like, and that's the thing, and like, that's why, you know, for example, keeping Foden, because again, if you look at Alvarez versus Foden in terms of players, Alvarez has probably got, well, he's got a better defensive work rate, hasn't he? But you kind of look at, okay, what do we need in this situation? And it's, Foden can take the ball in his own half and take it all the way at the other end of the pitch and lay it on the plate for Haaland. So you you also think like was that his was that his role as well like he can do he can do that side of the game because if you if you keep it on players you can keep the ball and do the defensive side of it um it's not really that's not what fodens in the team for um but he could he could do the kind of just just turn and run and take people on and try and create a bit of magic so and yeah I think with Haaland it's just the aura isn't it like just having Haaland on obviously you think well, I mean, the plan made sense, but it was basically for that opportunity they did get when Ake put the ball across and he, and he should have scored when he put it over. Now, Ake probably could have or should have or would have been better if he had put the ball on the floor for an easy finish. But I think Haaland should have scored that anyway. Um, good time to mention that at that point, uh, I was quite annoyed because I triple captained Haaland today. And oh, after about 17 minutes, mate. I was like, this is going, this is going very well. Very well, Harland, Alvarez, Rodri, and the team all going very well. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, good. So they were playing. They were playing for that. They were, they were. They were. If we get a chance, let him let him take it and finish it off. Um, the, the goal kicks again. Also, if you think defending set pieces, Rodri's gone off, so you need the height. That would be a yeah, big thing. Yeah, that would have yeah. been a big thing. Um, but yeah just the kind of look because Alvarez could have gone and stood on the edge of their box when Edison had the ball for a goal kick and they would have had to go back with him but I think when it's Haaland it's just you you could maybe leave if you're Forrest you could maybe leave a defender one-on-one you can you can leave a defender one-on-one against Alvarez especially when it's long ball forward you can't against Haaland so he was taking two with him um, and then you obviously try and win the first header, but the second, the second balls have got to be good. Uh, I don't know. I may, maybe this is me just again over applying stuff, but obviously they were so good with second balls, and you know, I was talking about Gundogan and doing it and stuff. But there's been a few times this season when they haven't stood quite so well for City in the midfield. Like they, we talked about it last week at West Ham, but like not, and also Red Star the other night for their goal. But it was not like oh, City are doing badly at this. In, in, to my untrained eye but it's just like it's not it's not falling yeah, you're yeah. not winning as many of them it is not, it's just not falling that's just that's just football that's how it happens sometimes but yeah for the the initial period when it had gone down to 10 men and it was like okay this is dangerous you got a start of the start of that is the perception of okay well this is going to be dangerous now because because Forrest is doing this and they're doing that but also it was like they were trying those long goal kicks the ball was dropping um, but then it was going straight down the other end again back Back for a forest attack, um, but yeah, again, ultimately, it was it was it was fine in the end. But it was just interesting that City would play it like that. But also, it 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 kind of reminds me. Did you see those stats in midweek about the goal kicks? Uh, goal kicks taken by Premier League teams after five games, and like Brighton haven't taken a single one long. And it kind of you know it shows, you know, Derby des- style of football at Brighton, and like it's so. I don't want to say rigid, but you know what I mean. It's like that's just what they do. You know, they play out from the back, and that's how they do it. And like, and fair play. And again, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say again that I think Desobry going to be the next City manager. But I mean,
1: but you just did. <laughs> I, I, but, but yeah,
0: and, and he, yeah, he will be, probably. I don't know. But um City were in the middle of those rankings, and again, it's like you wouldn't want to paint. Although, like, what Zerbi's doing at Brighton is excellent, and again, I, I still think he'll. he'll could come to City, because of what he does, and he's really influential. And you know, other managers are copying him, and including Guardiola. That's as much praise as you need, but it's like you wouldn't want to look at those stats and go, Oh, this is good, because it's like, Well, well, City are the example yeah, to follow but, here, and City do not mind banging that ball well, I, 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 I will counter what that in,
1: in some respects with um, maybe that's just what works for Brighton. And the reason why oh, I really? say, it, oh, it's yeah, not, it's yeah. not a criticism, but no, no. The, but the reason why I say it like that is that most teams, well, all teams, don't have a goalkeeper like Edison who can lay it the length of the pitch really low and flat mm. in a way that just causes so many problems. And yeah,
0: and I can't think of one like big Brighton yeah. player in front, like ahead of yeah. the defense. So. They've got big centre-backs. If, you, if you've got a goalkeeper
1: who isn't going to kick it like Edison does and nobody to kick it to, then they won't do that. And I wonder if you, if you were to swap Deserby yeah, yeah. and Guardiola for the remainder of the season, yeah, Deserby might welcome to the yeah, same, yeah. same outcome that like Guardiola so, you know, Most of them go, go short.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 do, I do think he would, you know, if and when he comes to City, I do think he'll have... Just just it's adapting to the options you've got. And if Edison's still there and Haaland's still there and even if he's not, you know, but whoever they've got, You'd imagine they would, they will do it, but it's it, again, it's kind of. I'm just trying to highlight the point that City don't mind that variation, yeah, yeah. and
1: but but also for, it,
0: I mean, it's great. It's it's great when they can still dominate games with even when they've got ten men, but when they just go, you know, what? we're going to go five at the back and we're just going to play long, and we're just going to like play on the counter attack and do it. It's like they can do it. Like they just they got they are kind of Swiss Army knife of a team.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, um, I, I do think that it. It's an intentional ploy from City in that you can't, if you know Edison's gonna, or, or you know Edison has the ability to just laying it over the top in the way that he does, and the knowledge that you can't be offside from a goal kick, then you can't press up City too high because you can you can suddenly find yourself oh suddenly we've let Harland get in one on one behind just by a ball over the top. So it also then gives City the ability to play it short most of the time and just have. Kind of have less Most pressure best, on themselves yeah. at the back when they first get off their their, their possession attack. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, of a best of both worlds situation, I think, from that. And I mean, when they went five at the back and and they they were doing those long goal kicks, it's. The funny thing is, is I've been, I've been kind of, I've been desperate to see it a little bit more, and then I was a bit disappointed in, in kind of how Edison was dropping it on the far side. Because I thought you're better than this, mate. You can hit Harland a lot more than you're doing. Yeah. And then every time he did it, I, look, I looked up. Guardiola was just clapping him. So. Well, yeah,
0: they weren't doing it to get him behind, were they? No, no, like, no. It wasn't like, like you said. Then City got the option to go long or short. Like it may have even been from the very first one, but even if it wasn't, I remember definitely after the first one, it was just he's going to trot up there, take the two with him. But then all, this, like, all the City defenders just went up to the halfway line. In fact, maybe they didn't. Maybe they did leave the option to go short on the first couple. Because I was, I was saying the ball, the second balls were just dropping in the middle and, and Forrest were kind of attacking and oh, they're getting the ball in, in the middle and then attacking. And then maybe after that City... Maybe after Pep saw he's that, like, no, we're just yeah, we're just, gone, yeah, like, we're just going to get everyone up to the halfway line. At least if the ball drops, there is like twenty bodies in there, and we'll just we'll just sort it out that way. Um, I, again, I am guessing, but I, I presume that was another little thing they, they had to work out during the second half, thinking, okay, it's not actually working. There is too much space in the middle. We're not winning the second balls. Let's just let's just like add Diaz and that closer to the scenario so they can sort it out. In fact, I mean, are we gonna are we gonna talk about the good stuff again, like the the, the goals? we're going to to get a chance to go back to that because mentioning Diaz reminded me so you know that 46 pass move they showed it they showed it on the the monitors in the press box at half time which was great so I managed to watch it and it's one of those like there's nothing remarkable in it but you just see all those little flashes where they're trying they're, they're trying to do what they eventually did but you know the, the avenue doesn't quite open up
1: so they re- so they go and they go back yeah. and
0: they they start again and yeah and they're it's, it's, it's so good at that and all the little drops you go okay yeah, Photon's in space there he's got it okay it hasn't quite opened up go back again go left go right all that kind of stuff um, but the best thing wasn't so much the passes um, it was they'd lost the ball and it was on the halfway line and Diaz just like chucked himself in won a slide tackle and got the ball back and then they started and I thought that was just as telling about how City play as the forty-six passes that came after it. Um, but again, Roger, I'd, I got the I got the sense that Rodri, um, for that that ball to Walker, he didn't even look, did he? He took he took the touches he needed to get out of his feet, and he just banged it straight into yeah, where he Walker, Walker was going to be. Um, Walker's Walker's touch was great, and obviously Foden's finish was really good as well. Because again, we've talked about it's different because it wasn't like he had loads of time. Maybe that was the difference. But we talked about him in the box, ironically, because. He plays on the wing because of his goal threat. His, his kind of goal threat need, needs to improve this season. But that was a great finish. Um, and yeah, the, the, the Rodri pass was, was one of the highlights of that. Doku did really well as well. Um, Guardiola, Guardiola praised him as well. He was saying he didn't expect him to make good decisions. He said he, he kind of thought he might just dribble all the time, but he actually, you know, if, if the dribble's not right, he'll realise and he'll make the, he said he would make the extra pass. And we know, we know about Grealish and the extra pass and, and all those things. So that was a little interesting nugget on, on Doku as well.
1: And he, uh, he's, he was saying about uh, Doku in terms of, um, it, it, it sounds really cold and, and uh, clinical when he says he didn't have what we want for uh, the second half because of the, the situation in the game. Um, and it just kind of... Well, yeah,
0: again, talking about the 40, 50 metres, that was yeah. obviously what City wanted at that point.
1: Yeah and I, I mean I was going to say that underlines exactly kind of where the game plan was going then in in the second half but then like through the first half um th- there was a couple of times where he was quite you know obviously crowded out and I think I think the goal um he was crowded out on the left hand side and he um he, he rolled, I think he just yeah, came inside yeah, to, right to Rodri and and Rodri pinged it over the top um funny on the, on that first goal as well I remember at the time thinking about Walker why on earth have you done that I, I thought from where I was sitting, I thought Walker was in and could just kind of like side-foot it towards goal and would have a, a really easy chance. So when you see it back, actually, that it's uh, that it's really smart play from him. Yeah, yeah, really good. And
0: again, I mean, he's he's not. God, he's not an idiot, is he? He's not a donkey. But like, there's no guarantee that Walker in that position is going to produce such a perfectly delicate touch. I that, know, and that's exactly what it was. Um, and again, you. I think you know we talked last week. You know maybe the next the next kind of right back that City need to get. They want somebody who can do everything that Walker does, and are they really good in attack as well? And we talked about Rico Lewis and stuff because in the final third, you know, he's obviously not as good as others, but those others aren't as good as he is defensively. Obviously, Cancelo being an an, an example. Um, but that that was the perfect touch. You know, the pass was the pass was amazing, and it found him perfectly. But if it had been, you know, if he wasn't. At least fucking very confident and competent in the in the final third. He wouldn't have got that touch and pulled it off as he did.
1: That's it for the free version of Let Me Talk. There is more for members, though. Go to lmtpod.com if you want to sign up for those longer ad-free episodes. Uh, Four members, Sam, this week. What uh, what have we got?
0: Yeah, we kind of look ahead to the Arsenal game and the implications of it and how it may work or not work. And if it doesn't work, does it even matter? And there's some good input from listeners as well. We get Freddie Lundberg's thoughts, which is interesting. Um, questions about is playing in the middle, um, yeah Lundberg's thoughts on Julian Alvarez, and loads of
1: interesting stuff like that. That's all for members. Those ad free episodes are longer and they're out earlier. You can find out more on lmtpod.com. If you want to send us an
0: email, it's hello at lmtpod.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, so just search
1: for lmtpod on there. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next time. <laughs>